What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another dope edition of Define Your Legacy. I'm your host, Theus Elijah McBee. All right, before we tap into today's episode, just, just want to shout out the online store of Define Your Legacy, all right, which can be found at the link in the description of this episode, all right? And just like that, we're going to jump into today's episode on the show. We have Deshauna on the show. What's going on? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is uh this is one of your 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 first ever podcast recordings, right? It is very much so. All right, all right, all right. Let's do it then. All right. So if you could, right, just introduce yourself, all right, and tell the world what it is that you do and the value that you provide. Uh, my name is Deshauna. Right now, I'm a travel nurse. Um, I think that speaks for itself. You know, all the value in the world, um, especially right now. So. So, so uh, how did you get started uh, being a travel nurse? Um, I started nursing, I want to say, February of 2021, so almost two years now. And then once I, or 2020, one of the years, um, mm-hmm. once I finished with my year as a staff nurse, I had a friend that was jumping into travel nursing, and I kind of, you know, took the leap of faith hmm. after my first year and then found a recruiter and went onto the money train. Hmm. There you go. There we go. So <laughs> what, what, what made you uh, want to be a travel nurse? I heard you say the words money train. Is, is that something that was kind of, did you always want to be one? Did you always want to be a travel nurse? Um, I actually didn't really know much about travel nursing until like the COVID pandemic and hmm seeing like how much they were making and how much more flexibility you have as a travel nurse versus a staff nurse. So I think that kind of geared me towards taking that route, kind of not having to deal with the politics of being, you know, in one hospital as a staff nurse, and then obviously the money and just having the freedom to kind of just move from hospital to hospital after a couple weeks in one contract. Hmm. Yeah, and like being a, a travel nurse gets talked about often, right? But what, what what's something that you feel like a lot of people don't know about being a travel nurse? It's hard. Um, I think that most people, you only get like a day of orientation into a whole new hospital, entire new systems and a whole new different type of people, specialty, it's kind of like you're really there as a fill-in. So sometimes, I guess, depending on where you go, if you get lucky enough, you'll meet some nice, some other nice nurses that'll kind of take you under their wing. And other times, if you don't really have that backbone to stand on your own, I think that's what makes it the most challenging part of being a travel nurse. Mm. And so that's another thing too, right? I feel like um, in a lot of jobs, right, you may see either the same people every day or work with the same folks and individuals on a you know daily basis. Is that the case for you as well? As a travel nurse on the yeah. floor now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I pretty much work in the, I've been, I took one contract and then I just recently renewed it. So I've been there actually for quite some time. Um, so unless you like go to different units, you pretty much are around the same people for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's that much of a difference um, as a staff nurse, as far as like being around the same or different kind of people. 
yeah. but you are exposed to a lot. I, I guess you get to de- you get to see how different healthcare system works, like coming from the city and into Connecticut. I did see a, a little bit of a difference as far as how certain specialties and doctors and nurses work based on the healthcare system that they're mm-hmm. in. And I know you mentioned too that you've been doing this for a couple of years now. Um, is there anything that you would say that you wish you either did differently or just did completely early on in your, your career? Um, I think I wish I would have kind of started in a specialty versus mm-hmm. like kind of general medicine. But now that I have general medicine experience, I kind of got to see a lot of different specialties so it's easier for me to say like oh I like this specialty over this specialty versus like starting in one specialty and not liking it and then going to something else Mm. Um, but I do wish I would have just started in one place um, because now if I want to go back I'm gonna have to become a staff nurse again Mm. so what so what would you say, I guess, to, to a, a younger you, if you will, or what would you say to someone um, that is just getting started with their journey in that? I would say network and try to find someone in like in nursing or in healthcare in general. I didn't know, I knew zero nurses, zero people in healthcare before I started nursing school. So it was a kind of, you know, figuring out things as I go by myself, um, because I know some people have the luxury of knowing, you know, a bunch of nurses, their mom's a nurse, their sister's a nurse. Um, So I would definitely say like, try to navigate any kind of connections that you can build connections with anyone that's in healthcare, just so you, just so you have an idea of what you're kind of getting yourself into. Yeah. And I know you, you touched on that a little bit too. It's like, but did you have uh, like, I guess, any mentor or family member at all that was a travel nurse or like, was it really just a, you really did learn as you, as you went along? No, I learned as I went along. <laughs> I Googled stuff, like even like the whole, like, uh, like being a travel nurse and dealing with like tax stuff and making sure everything is right on paper at the end of the year and yeah, it, it was a lot. I'm, you know, especially like I said, not being, not knowing anyone that's done it before that I've knew personally. So, and so I um I gotta ask, have you seen um a lot of uh, travel nurses um that look like you? Not really. Maybe one or two that I've met that I'm, I guess, friends with. Yeah, one or two ish. But again, I'm new to the travel game. I've only been doing it for six months. But even as a like as a staff nurse, maybe the same one to two. Was that you know I say was but or is was slash is um, discouraging at all? Yeah, sometimes because it it's like you know you know who you're comfortable with and who who you're used to. Um, being around and then you're coming into not only a specialty you know nothing about have anyone that you can turn to but then you go to work and it's kind of like the same kind of situation Mm. Mm. so do do you feel like um not almost a pressure right but do you feel like um there's added weight slash responsibility 
to kind of be a representation, if you will, when it comes to being a travel nurse? Like, is there any type of, um, you know, pressure that you may feel like, all right, I can't mess up. And not just obviously being a nurse, because of course that's, you know, you can't mess up as a nurse, but like, you know, just, um, you know, do you feel like that type of way? As a travel nurse, they're basically, they're paying for you to know basically everything with no training, no, no big, no orientation, nothing. And me, I was only a year in and then I started traveling. So was it a big leap of faith? Yes. Do I regret it? No. But they're just really expecting to really know, know what you're doing with no guidance. Kind of just, okay, 30 minutes, hour orientation, you're on your own. And you, you kind of talk about, you know, taking that leap of faith, right? Um, was there ever a moment where you kind of thought to yourself, this is, this is what I really, really want to do? Like, was there, there like a, either a conversation or a person that you met or, um, you know, a, a course or whatever, where it was like, okay, this is definitely where I feel like I need to be. Or seeing, you know, honest. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, please do, please do. I'm not going to lie. I feel like nursing in general is a lot. So I can't, I'm not going to lie and say like, this is, this is my end game because I don't think bedside nursing in my personal opinion. And I feel like a bunch of nurses I've talked to, I don't think it's that attainable, like 20, 30 year career anymore, at least bedside nursing. I don't think it's manageable. Um, I see like a lot of new nurses like getting burned out after a year and it's like, oh, I'm done. I'm ready to leave. So being honest, I mean, I do, I like what what I do at times, but other times I'm like, (laughs) yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. But let me ask you this too as well, right? So very general, easy question. Um, (laughs) Are you happy? I ask that because, you know, there, there's 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 always conversations about, you know, jobs and financial literacy and making money. And but some jobs are, are stressful. Some jobs are like, you know, long, long hours and all that. So would you say that with, you know, your career and everything like that, that you're, I guess, at a place of peace at all? Um, I feel like I'm happy. I feel like I'm happy, but I'm not fulfilled. Mm. Or I'm fulfilled, but I'm not happy, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. Like, the job that I have, like, you know, I like taking care of patients and seeing them go from lows to highs, you know, and it, it pays my bills. Mm. You know, I don't have to really worry about that aspect of it. But then, you know, once I'm done with work, it's like I'm out of it. You know, the long hours, the being away from my daughter and... <clears throat> going into work and almost every day with short staff and you're working almost triple as hard as what you normally should do. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense. I'm fulfilled with my job because it takes, it checks off everything it needs to check off. But as far as happy as a bedside nurse, I would say mm. I'm happy to have. So what do you think would be required in order for you to I guess, take that next step to, to reaching a certain level of happiness. I, I don't think it's anything I could do. It's mm. the healthcare system in general. Mm. Um, I think it's just overworking the mm. nurses, the people in general. 
So it's not much I can really do unless I just look into non-bedside stuff and see where I end up with it because it is like, you know, it's a solid career, you know, when we went through the whole pandemic, if you're a nurse, you were golden or anywhere, anything in healthcare. So it's definitely something like I wouldn't give up easily, um, but it, but it is a lot, it's challenging. Hmm. And you mentioned uh, short staffed, right? How, how's uh, the mentality or how, how's, uh, how's it been when, you know, it's, it's been short staffed? Um, it's a disaster. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, I feel like you just turn into like a medication pusher. Mm. You, you don't really get to know, you don't really get to know your, I mean, like you do your, you know, basic nursing stuff, but it's kind of like a beat the clock kind of thing because you're so busy and you have so many patients to take care of and you're trying to like, all right, I have six or seven patients and I got to get all these meds done, all these tasks done by this time. So it, it, it really just becomes like a, a nonstop, like you just chasing the clock, honestly. And so too, um, you know, dealing with patients, obviously this, you know, is, it's not just a typical, you know, you're dealing with like clients, it's actually patients. So um, talk to me too about either the rapport or relationship or connection or friendship even that you may or may not have had to um, establish uh, with certain patients. Um, I think for the most part, I really enjoy most of my patients. You know, I, I've learned a lot. I've seen a lot. Um, I'm working on like a neurology floor right now. So you really, you see, you see like different things that you will see like on a general medicine floor, I guess. Um, so you, you get to know patients, families, like people that are there for a long time. <clears throat> you build relationships with families. You, I don't know, it's, you just get to know them more on a personal level, mm -hmm. I guess. Does that kind of make you, uh, I guess, look at life um, a little bit differently at all? Yeah, especially like when you get, you know, I, I think I only like broke down or cried one time at work. It was just, it was like, it's a family, a young girl, you know, I, I went in on Monday, she was fine. I went in on Friday and she died that day. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, you know, it makes you realize like, you know, you only have one life, you got to take care of it. You got to take care of your body. Um, it, it definitely does mm -hmm. for sure. How um how has it been, I guess, like bouncing back the next day, you know, because that's right, that's something that you have to, may have to deal with, but still either show up to work the next day or whatever. Um, so how, how how has that been knowing that even though something like that can happen, um, there's still a level of responsibility to still show up? I feel like um, you're expecting like the person that you're taking care of doesn't like. You, they don't know what kind of day you're having and you don't know what kind of day they're having. So you want to always go in, you know, with this positive attitude. It's a job at the end of the day. and Sometimes, you know, you got to check your feelings at the door and kind of just go into wherever you are with a positive attitude and just trying to put yourself into the next person's shoes because they don't know what you're going through in that moment and you don't know what they're going through in that moment like this whatever day it is for them it could be their worst day 
that they're living right now and it could be the same for you but again it's a job and you're expected to show up a certain way so sometimes I think what I do is you know just check my feelings at the door and just walk in with a new attitude yeah and I was gonna say too like how do you kind of prepare um for your day I know you mentioned just obviously just now um you check your emotions at the door but is there anything that you kind of do uh, beforehand where it's like okay I know I'm, you know, I know what I'm heading into. Let me make sure I'm, I'm good first, right? Before um, yeah, doing anything else. I've been trying because I feel like lately when I know like we're going to be short staff or I'm just going to be working so much, I, I'm, I've been having a very negative attitude. So I've just been like, before work, I'll sit in my car for a little while, listen to the music and I'll just like, you know, listen, 13 hours, you'll be all right, you'll get through it. And then, you know, just try to really try to just breathe and just go through the day. Because like I said, sometimes it's just very overwhelming. And the last thing I would want to do is to let work take over my, you know, my personal life or anything that I have going on. Right. And um, did I hear you just mention uh, 13 hours? Yeah. We work 12 and a half, but you're almost never out on time. So my commute is pretty far. So I'm on the road by 5.30ish. I usually get home around 9.20ish. So it's a long, it's a long day. So <laughs> when I get home, like, oh my gosh. And then you got to wake up and do it all over again. But it's not, you know, 13-hour days, like five days a week, right? No, no. You work you work 36 hours. Well, you're required to work 36 hours. A week. A week. But everyone says, oh, you've worked three days a week. But no, it's hard labor those three days a week. I was going to say, I don't, that's a tough one. Would you rather work, was it three, three, three days for 13 hours? That's a, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of hours in one day. 5 yeah. a.m. to I, 9 I, rather work the third the 12 and a half 13s because i don't think i could do four tens and i can't do a nine to five five days a week it's a lot but i've gotten used to the long days so i think i'm okay with the 12 and a half 15 hours i hey by all means you know do what you gotta do but are you are you saying that like <laughs> off preference or like you just you know feel like it's better to do it this way um, I think it's off it's preference, but I mean, I to each his own. Mm-hmm. I don't like going to work every single day, um, so that's why I really do the three twelves and just be done with it. Um, but then it doesn't work the way some people think. Like I sometimes I could work on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, only be off like. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and then I'm back again on Saturday, Sunday. So it's not always just a set three days in a row and then you're done for four. Mm-hmm. It varies every week. My schedule is different. But it's still three It's still three days out of seven total, right? Still 36 hours. Okay, out of seven. That's, that's I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, not, I'm really not going to lie to you. That, that's, <laughs> I've, I've heard that, you know, before, but, you know, that that's still kind of 5 a.m., to 9 p.m. So are, are there any things that I guess that you either tell yourself, like, is there any type of training for that part? Like just the idea of mentally preparing yourself for a 12 hour, 
shift like consistently? Uh, I think I've been doing, I've been doing like the community thing for such a long time. I don't even think I stopped and realized it's like, mm. <laughs> I don't even think I think about it anymore. It kind of just becomes natural part of me, I guess, mm. a part of my routine. Mm. And, you, and you said it, it, uh, even your commute is a little bit long, right? Yeah, it's an hour. Okay, so now we're pushing 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you wait, wait, hold on. So you said it's an hour there, right? Hour there, hour back. So now we're pushing fifteen. Yeah, I mean, technically, I could work local, but I wanted to do um, as a travel nurse. You know, it's a lot right. of technicalities to be a travel nurse. So, so we're talking about a fifteen-hour day, technically, right? In, in in a way, right? You know, thirteen-hour, um, and then an hour there and an hour back, um. What do you think I feel like is required to really be able to withstand um, an entire experience like that? Um, organization, you have to be organized. You mm. have to be disciplined. You have to make sure you at least try to get enough sleep. Um, I did it where, you know, I had I didn't and I suffered because of it, but um, I try to make sure um, prepared for prepare the morning before i mean prepare the night before yeah um like making sure um i have my scrubs out i have everything that i need to in order um i'll get gas the night before so trying to like pre prepare before so you don't have to deal with it the next morning yeah and plus you have to like you never know traffic these days are and so I, I got to ask too, right? So we talk about these, 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 uh, these long, long days, of course, and obviously you're still early on um, in your journey, but what, but what would you say is next, right? And I don't mean like literally tomorrow. I mean, like, you know, for yourself, what's, what's something that you feel like, what's the overall um, goal or slash, like where you, I guess you would see yourself. Career. Yeah. Um, I do want to continue with nursing. Um, as long as I can but I really do want to go um I honestly I do want to leave the career <laughs> and I want to go into like real estate I I just always wanted something of my own and not really like I'm not a person that likes to answer to other people mm. um so having managers and people telling you like well you like PTO you can't do this you can't do that that always didn't yeah. right me so I definitely like want to just venture out to build something for myself, I guess. Mm. And uh, have you have you always kind of been that way? Just the idea of like you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I I feel like though so okay there had maybe was there a moment at all though because I feel like a lot of people say like you know I've I've been like that since I was you know this age or since I had this job. Or, but was there ever anything that was like, you know what, this is the moment where I knew that I needed to, you know, kind of move in a different way, if you will? Mm -hmm. I think once I really became a nurse, um, yeah. I just, I see what, um, I see what the job, like what it can do to you. I, I see the good and I see the bad in it. Sometimes it's more bad than good. And I just, I, I think on my worst days, I just get to the point where I'm just like, oh, 
I don't know if I, how much longer I can do this. Like it just gets worse and worse. So I think that, yeah, it's sad that nursing have brought me to this point, but I'm being, I'm trying to be a hundred percent honest with you. Yeah, of course. But I don't mean, get me wrong, it's a great career. It's very rewarding. Um, I I wouldn't go back and do anything else. Um, I, I love nursing. There's definitely a lot of good that comes from it. Um, so I don't want to knock the career. No, I, I mean, I appreciate the, the honesty and the truth behind it because I think that's important, right? It's like everyone may see what either gets posted on social media from people or um, the glamour and all that, but, you know, definitely appreciate the truth that, that goes into it. But did you think um, that it would be this much of a um, experience? I'll say, I don't want to say obstacle or challenge, but did you, did you kind of know ahead of time that, all right, this is what I'm getting myself into? No, because my, I finished nursing school online, so I didn't have really any clinical experience. I had maybe two semesters where I was actually on the floor and I it, it's nothing compared to what it, what I'm what I do now like absolutely opposite everything I've learned from, um, about nursing came from working mm. and I think that even before um, like COVID and everything they they teach you like you know the basic stuff but everything you're you, you learn is going to come from actually being on the floor, floor and taking care of patients mm. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask that too. It's like, what do you think is kind of better? Um, or what, what, what do you say has benefited you more? Um, like hands-on experience or actual learning in the classroom? Or you um, know. Hands-on, for hmm. sure. Um, you don't learn. I, it's, you learn, like I said, the basic stuff, right. you know, memorizing certain medications and stuff, but everything you do and everything you need to know, you get in person um, from working hmm. with patients. And is that process hard? I mean, I know it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but is that process hard too? Like to just to, you know, getting, I guess, the certification, just the idea of leading up to um, actually being a travel nurse, like the process behind it. Being an actual travel, ner- travel nurse is not hard. It really was as, uh, as easy as finding a recruiter and having her, you know, submit your application. I think being a nurse though, it, it was it's challenging it's very nerve-wracking um because it's a lot of it was definitely different than undergrad I must say that I know some people you know take the route of doing nursing um as an undergrad but I didn't know I wanted to do nursing until after I finished school so um I would say that's the hardest part like getting into nursing school and then staying in nursing school mm. Mm. That that that's that's some serious stuff because it's it, it both are required, right? Like it's not just about getting in; it's about staying in and you know finishing and things like that. Uh, well, which one would you say that was uh, a little bit tougher? Um, I would say staying in the first year is the hardest. Mm. They call it a weed out year. Um, it's where a lot of that's where you know if you're gonna actually be a nurse or not because mm. um, the first in my opinion, the first couple of classes are the hardest and nursing, like, you know, you can't, you can't really get under a C. So that's tough for some people. So you really got to be like on, on top of your game as far as like your studies and stuff. Um, so definitely staying in and making sure you get your 
grades up, make sure you find a balance between school and your social life. Um, that, that was challenging. Mm. What's something that you wish, um, or what's something that you would tell your younger self, right? What, what would you tell the Deshauna 10 years, um, the, the, the younger version of yourself 10 years ago? Um, to go after your initial dreams, I guess. Mm. Um, because I really did want to become a doctor, but you know, life kind of happened, kind of takes too long. Kid kind of happened. Um, but I still wish I would have at least tried to go through with it just to see where I would end up. But ultimately, I think I'm, I'm happy um, at where I came career-wise. Mm. And, you know, too, it's almost, you know, obviously, you know, we live and we learn, right? You kind of, um, we all make decisions based off kind of where we're at in the moment. Um, but let me ask you this, right? What What's two things, I guess, you would tell someone that is looking to become a travel nurse? Or was, I know, again, you know, it's still um, a part of your process and your journey, but what's two things you feel like new travel nurses um, should know? Um, I think that do your research do your own research, you know, if you know someone that is a travel nurse or that does nursing, just do your own, you can, you know, have the input, but do your own background research on it um, because there is a lot that goes into it. And then also, if you feel like you're ready, just go for it because there's a lot of talk around how long you should be a nurse for before you go into traveling. And I feel like if you feel you're ready, go for it. Just don't let anyone like scare you away from it. Like if you feel like you're one of those people where, you know, you might be afraid or you might be nervous of going into a new place with little to no guidance. But if you feel like you can do it, then go for it. How did you decide that you were ready? How did you come to that decision? I don't think I did. <laughs> I kind of just was like, all right, we're doing this. And once I got an interview and I got the job on the spot, I was like, all right, I can't turn back now because I, I'm already here. And I kind of like, I quit my job before I had the job, which is a no-no. You're not supposed to do that. Um, so it was kind of like, this is, I'm going all in. I'm taking the mm. real leap of faith here. Um, so yeah, yeah um, I, don't how, think, how, I don't think I was ready. Like I, there was a time where I was like, all right, we're doing this. I didn't have a whole plan. I kind of just went for it. So, um, how long was that window, um, between when you quit your job and you ended up getting a new one? Um, I left my old job. I want to say like February 3rd of 2021, I started travel nursing February 14th of 2021. Oh, so it was 11 days. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, but even still though, you weren't- I, know I, was, you like, I was looking before, you know, I put my two weeks in and then once I put my two weeks in, I was like, I, I hope I get a job because I'm nervous. <laughs> I already put my two weeks in and I don't even have anything guaranteed which is crazy, but I just, I don't know. I just felt like it was a right, the right thing for me to do in that moment. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it turned out well, right? It, it did. It's, I'm going through a lot right now, but mm. <laughs> it's all right for the most part. 
Yeah. But that 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 two weeks, so that's, so that's nothing too. It's not even like you just up and left. But so the two week thing, you weren't like nervous or, you know, which yeah. is, I mean, a good thing. I, I, mean, was, you I was I was sweating. I was so nervous. <laughs> I was scared the first day. And I was, um, like I said, I was a medicine nurse. Like it was a, it was a different kind of medicine because it was like more than a typical medicine floor. And if you don't know medicine, it's just like, kind of like general um, medical issues, like from uh, diabetes to heart failure and stuff like that. Um, but when I interviewed for the first travel nursing, she told me like, oh, it's, it's, it's medicine with neuro, neurology. When I got there on the first day, it was almost completely neurology with a little bit of medicine. So not only am I jumping into a, a new hospital, new people, new, new everything, but now it's a different specialty that I have no idea what I'm doing. So I, I did question, like, well, I hope I, you know, I did the right thing. I hope I'm not going to regret this, you know, but ultimately it, it turned out for the better. And I can put that on my resume. What would you say uh, allowed you to keep going? Right, you know, it's you know, in, in the beginning of a, I guess of a person's journey, there might there may be obstacles and stuff, right? But what allowed you um, to kind of continue on with your path? Like the path of just staying where I was at. Yeah, like staying, like um, overall, just staying the course. Yet, um, I think because I feel like once I start something, I don't like leaving anything undone. I don't like saying that I didn't put my all into it before I like, you know, take a step back, like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Because there was days where I was like, wow, this is, this is a lot. I don't know if I'm, I can handle this, but, um, you know, I have my daughter, I have bills and it's only me. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, technically I can't really back out, but um, I think ultimately it's just really that mindset of like, um, I need to, I'm putting my, I'm putting everything I got into this and I don't want to, you know, not follow through and finish with it. So it's not like you're a person that likes to, you know, um, not necessarily like put all your eggs. What do you say? Overachiever. Oh, that's not a bad thing. I mean, <laughs> but, but uh, you said, ah, that's, that's a, is that a, is that a difficult thing? Or, I mean, is that a, is that an issue? I guess it depends on what what it is. I guess. Oh, I know. I, I need an answer. I, that, that, eh, <laughs> that's, that's my answer. I need an answer. That yes, no, you know. All right, no, it's not. It's a good thing. There we go. Okay. There's the answer. Okay, okay, okay. Um, because also too, on the flip side, there's a lot of um, underachievers out there. So, if you had to choose which side of the fence you had to be on, obviously the, you know, right. overachiever. You know, just to look at it, I guess, in a different way. Um, but even, you know, kind of, you know, going off that, right? It's like, obviously you're in a field where, you know, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard, right? But how's life been for you even outside of that, right? Just the idea of like, when you're a travel nurse, you're a travel nurse, but, but just like with everyone else, you have hours, right? Mm -hmm. So when it's time to go in, it's time to go in, and when it's time to leave, it's time to leave. But how is life been for you i guess outside of that is it is it tough to balance both or do you are you easy no is it easy to separate the two of them 
Um, I think I've been okay for the most part at balancing, you know, having, I get, are you like just referring to like work life versus like social yeah. life? Um, yeah, I think I, because I've, like I said, I've been doing it for a long time. Like I had my daughter young, so I had to have like, I had to have a social life. I had to be a mom. I had to go to school. I had to work. So it was a lot of balancing in that. So I learned like early on how to, you know, what needs this amount of time at this time. Um, but I try to leave work where work is, but some days like are worse than others. So, you know, after having a horrible 13, 12 hour shift, you just, you don't want to be around anyone. You kind of just want to say to yourself and, you know, focus on the next day. So I, I've had those days, but I would say for the most part, I've been okay. I kind of like separating the two mm. because if you don't, then you're just going to go crazy and we don't want that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Especially, especially too, cause you, you're, you're talking, like we said, 15 hour days. So yeah, a long time, right? I need to find a closer job. Yeah. I was going to say 15 hour, cause we did the math. I mean, Whew. that that that's a that's a lot into one day that's a lot for two days but that for, for one day um is, is kind of hectic. <laughs> yeah but also too like um you know in the position that you're in right i know you mentioned having a child at a young age how is i guess that overall or how was that transition for you right because of course obviously a lot of people you know want to work to get money very simple mm -hmm. but now, obviously, you're working for a bigger purpose, right? It's bigger than just you. So how has that mindset shift for you compared to where you're at now? Um, as she got older, you know, I, I kind of like I have to keep everything together. And I, I want to be a role model for her. You know, I want her to know that, you know, going to college, getting your degrees, getting a good job and you know, stay in the course. I, I want her to take that from me. So I asked you what you would tell yourself the younger you 10 years um, ago, right? So what would you tell your daughter 10 years from now? Right? If you watch if she watches this 10 years from now, what message would you have for her? That's a good question. I'm not gonna lie to you. What 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 would you <laughs> <laughs> I gotta prepare myself? <laughs> what, what what would you tell her on uh, her next um, phase in her next stage of life 10 years from now right she goes out and watches this specific episode um well <laughs> I would tell her I think when it comes to like work and career I think if you're not happy I think if you have the means to do it I think you should just leave it because I know it's hard because you know it's hard to leave what pays the bills, but having something that stresses you out and, you know, have those long days, long hours, you're away from family, when you have rough days, you don't want to be around anyone, it starts to have more a psychological effect on you, but also like physical. And I feel like if you have the means, I would just, I just do what makes you happy. Like, even if, you know, if it's not six figures or it's less than that, whatever makes you happy, just go for it. 
And, you know, nowadays that's always a, a, a common discussion, right? Choosing money or happiness, which, you know, in my opinion, you always have both. But do you, do you think there's a, um, um, a deeper conversation that needs to happen, right? Between like, um, I guess, mental health and physical health and um, financial wellness? Because again, you know, and, and someone who's dealing with patients at the end of the day, money doesn't like completely heal a person's financial, I mean, a, a person's physical health. So do you think there needs to be a more serious conversation about the connection of all three of those things? Um, like your financial wellness, your mental health, and your physical well-being. Yeah, because I'm I'm making the most money. You, I could, I mean, unless you get your master's, blah blah blah. But as as much of the money as I can make as a nurse, basically. So even though I still, you know, I'm comfortable, I'm still willing to leave it alone just to find something that makes me happy mm. and doesn't put that much stress on me and. I feel like if you don't have that guidance, you're gonna always go after money because money pays, money pays the bills ultimately. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have any kind of guidance to kind of, um, you know, have you sit through like, all right, here's money, but here, are you really happy? Mm -hmm. Then kind of lost and lost. But money is very important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll work for money we'll, we'll work overtime for all the money in the world so let's put that out there i think i worked seven, 68 hours last week oh <laughs> oh no. so you were so let's break that down really quick so you worked 68 hours last week i picked up i picked i did pick up overtime i picked up two overtime shifts and then i did four regular shifts so i worked like a Sunday, Monday, and then I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. A total of roughly sixty-eight. Yeah, about sixty-eight hours or so. So, like when you when you when you hear that out loud, right? Like when you, you know, you just hear your, you know, that yeah, you know, I work nearly seventy hours in a week. That that, you know, you it's, it's cool. But it's that's cool. not something that I I can do on a everyday like a weekly thing. I physically, I don't think I could do that. Right. It's just a lot. Right. You you you're just talking about recently. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah, because you know, if anyone hasn't told you, that's you know, that's a that's a lot of hours. When we just <laughs> I mean, but I I mean, I've heard of people working even more than that, and they do it on more often than once a month or twice a month. So I mean, I guess I, I shouldn't be complaining that much. Well, let me say this on behalf of everyone that's not. A travel nurse. <laughs> you all are superheroes because let me tell you something. <laughs> Sixty hours is, is a is a long damn time, but I get it. I get it. Again, you know, in all seriousness. Um, but yeah. Um, so to say all that, right? You know, we talk about long hours, um, then transition into parenthood as well as you know, making money, um, and being a travel nurse and, and hearing your overall story and your journey, and even you know the the question and conversation about what you would tell your daughter ten years from now. Um, so that, that leads me right into the final question that I have for you. Um, that question is, how do you, all right, how do you want to be remembered? Really, Dennis? <laughs> That's the easiest question I've asked you. No, I, this is a hard question. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You can it's work six, eight hours in a week, but you can't answer how do you want to be remembered. One of those things is a little bit easier than the other. 
how would I want to be remembered? Like if I'm dead? Oh, oh you don't got to add that at the end. It's a little heavy, but just, you know, in, in general. <laughs> You know, how, how is it that you, and it could be in anything, right, too, like, you know, on the traveler side, um, you know, just being a good person, yeah, being happy, I, whatever. I, I, like, I feel like I want to be remembered as, you know, a great mom, a hard worker, a great friend, you know, someone that you can always talk to, no matter the situation or what you got going on, um, always the person that'll like kind of bend over backwards for you and a selfless person. I think that's and like honest, being 100% authentic. I think that those are the most important things to me. So I think I'll be all right with that. Mm. And a good nurse because I am a good nurse. <laughs> Just had a slide at the end. I, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and by the way, you're a good nurse too. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, um, again, you know. So how how was how was it? How how was this recording? It was it was very simple, right? This is your first. It was. Of- I was stressed. No, no, no. I honestly, I think for my first one, it was alright. I feel like I I would have liked. I would have liked my questions, not my questions, my answers to be more smoother. But I was trying to just you know be authentic because mm. this is like a podcast, right? Right, so I can be, like reading off of index right. cards, right. but it's it's fine. I think the I think you're um, you do a good job at like engaging the conversation and you know not having it go this way, this way, this right. way. It's kind of like cohesive, I guess. Yeah, I appreciate that, and also too that yeah that was the reason why too. I, I don't like to really send questions usually ahead of time, you know, because like you said. You know, the conversation was... I would like to prepare. I'm not going to lie. What? I would like to rehearse my, my answers to the question. No, but then that takes away from, you know, <laughs> the good back and forth. Um, but yeah, so if, if you want, if you feel comfortable, right, um, either drop your social media or where people can find you. If you want, if not, um, it's all good. Um, but I'm going to do it for Define Legacy after you say yours. So if you, you want... I mean, you huh? got my Instagram. What? What do you mean, drum? Oh, like tell the video? Yes. Oh my. Oh, I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> yes. Okay. So okay, I'll reword it to make sure. I guess we're all on the same page. Yes. So um, I was like, you... just follow me at shana. There you go. Yes. There you go. There you go. I make sure you share my make sure you share my post. So I get all the followers and PP3 loading say I'm gonna say that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, this, hey, listen, I don't want to say anything, but this is your chance to, you know, say whatever right, you have yeah, to say. Even though it's invite only. <laughs> say it. it it's going to get posted, so just know. <laughs> Can I see it first, please? Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. I, I got to make sure I'm presentable, okay? Got you. Got you. Completely got you. All right. So make sure y'all follow me, S-H-A-N-A dot A-L-Y-N-N on I-G. And PP3 is loading. If you're not invited, I'm sorry. What is what? What is this? Um, what is this PP3 that you speak of? Are you able to like say what? PP3 is a pool party that me and my friend. Um, I don't know if I can say his name, but his name is Yasser. Um, we started this. I don't know, 2018-ish, and. It was it was a hit, and then COVID came, so we couldn't do it that year. And now we just doing it's kind of like an annual thing now, where it's like a 
private pool party, but yeah, it's nothing but good vibes. Okay. I'll see you there. <laughs> so, what, so what would you tell? All right, because now you know we got the travel nurse conversation has has happened. But so now for the lovely people that may be pulling up to this lovely PP3 event, um, what would you say to those that would be in attendance ahead of time? Battle wars. <laughs> It's battle words. Nah. <laughs> it's going to be a great time for anyone that's coming. If you know me, you know my friends. We are all about a good time. Right? Uh, yes. I'm, yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm with it. So, I just, again, people need to hear from you. This, 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 might, this might even be a new venture for me. Like, event stuff. Like, it's been mm. a success, but you never know. So, um, all those that are in attendance, like, or if you came other years, you know the vibe so it should be it should be fun the weather is going to be great so i'm um, my anxiety is calming down okay we're excited about it now Mm. it's a lot of organizing that goes into Mm. it now i didn't know i didn't heard about it you know i didn't seen you know the videos and stuff like that but what would you say to someone who this may be their first time or what would you say to someone who, you know, <laughs> like the way I'm wearing it? Like, <laughs> you know, um, what, what is the person that would be to walk in? If it's your first time coming to PP3, obviously, if you got to invite, you know, that's a, that's step one, you know, because you have right. to get invited. So already from that, you already know it's, it's exclusive. Everybody can't come. Mm. No one even has the address, technically. Mm. Mm. Um, I would say come ready to come to be your college you. Wow. That, and if you know. college, come to be the person you wish you could have been in college. <laughs> wow. That's all right. That's okay. Well, come that's good and bad. Without any judgment. No judgment. <laughs> without any judgment. <laughs> well, um, the Addy has not been said on here, y'all. For those of you that are in attendance, um, two words. It's lit. That's all I gotta say. Um, but yeah. So you you dropped um the IG name right. So on the define your legacy front, y'all. Make sure you subscribe to Theus Elijah on YouTube. All right. Follow define your legacy on Instagram. Define your legacy on Facebook. Uh, Dyo podcast on Twitter. Uh, Theus Elijah on TikTok. All right. And all episodes of define your legacy drop every Thursday at eight twenty four a.m. Eastern. All right. All episodes of Define a Legacy, all right, drop every Thursday at 8.24 a.m. Eastern, all right? And Deshaun, do you have any uh, final words for the lovely audience of Define Legacy? Are there any words that you want to leave them with? And it could be about, you know, anything. Um, but, yeah, do, do you want to uh, close us out with anything? Um, don't let my negative stuff I was saying about nursing carry away. <laughs> okay, so if you're going to say that, then, I mean, I feel like you might as well leave them with some positive. What, what, are, what are the positives of, you know? positive is it's a it's an amazing and rewarding career and i think if you're smart enough to get into nursing school you're smart enough to be in mm. so yeah that there you go that's that's, that's, that's the that's the boost of confidence there you go um <laughs> and just like that y'all again just trying to appreciate you for being on the show another dope episode of defiant legacy just like that we gone y'all peace